you're listening to the Life by Amarachi podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. You can support the podcast by subscribing on a monthly basis for as low as 99 cents per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support links on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hi, y'all. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? And how's everyone's energy? Mine, I don't know. I feel like I'm just in this space of contemplation, in this space of limbo, also in this space of hella, hella confusion. I don't know which direction to go. I don't know how to approach people anymore. Like, I've never realized that I've had social anxiety because I just kind of went into things feeling confidently about them. And recently, as I'm tapping right back into similar but not familiar grounds, I'm finding myself feeling hyper awkward. And maybe also it has something to do with my newfound ideologies about myself because I have done so much growth in my general perspective of who I am and how I relate to others. Just a newfound sense of consciousness and admittance of some sort that I, I'm now I don't know how to move. I don't know what to do. I guess because before I also kind of moved from a space of boisterousness where I thought I was the main character in my story and I didn't really, and everyone else in my mind at least was just like, uh, was just part of my story, right? I did what I wanted to do. I cared enough to associate with people, but I didn't walk around considering their feelings or considering their opinions or anything like that. I just did what I wanted to do regardless. Now I'm in this space where I'm like, seriously considerate of how I affect other people, but it's it's also feeling like, it's also creating anxiety within me. And I don't like it. I really don't because I don't want to mute who I am simply because I consider other people differently than I did before, because I don't want to be seen as an inconsiderate person. So it's kind of like, how do I socialize now in the skin that I'm in, the different skin that I'm in? Like, I still want to be able to take up space unapologetically. That's always going to be a person that I am. But how can I do that coming from a space of compassion? Because there's a difference between me being considerate and me ignoring my needs and wants and also me being compassionate and kind while still holding on to my needs and wants. So, I mean, I'll navigate it. I'm going to have a therapy session soon. So I'll, I'll talk to my therapist about that because that's kind of where I am right now. I'm just kind of in the space of pause of how do I move around people while still holding space and energy for myself, for my voice, for how far I've gotten and came from and all the things that are within me because I feel like I've been like 
I've been socializing with people who are as much as hypersensitive as I am, but their hypersensitivity kind of silences everyone else's mm -hmm. hypersensitivity, if that makes sense. Like no one else can have an opinion about them because they are going to make you feel as though you've like gutted them or something. I guess certain people's hypersensitivity that I've dealt with in the past have shown up in victimhood, whereas mine shows up as like a warrior. So I'm like fighting my way through things because I'm sensitive about some shit. Whereas they are crying their way through things because they're sensitive about some shit. So if I'm fighting all the time and they're crying all the time, it paints a picture as if I am a terrorist to their victimhood, right? I don't even know if that makes sense, but that's just kind of the space that I'm in currently right now, trying to not tiptoe around people's feelings. And I think it has to do a lot with even just the way that I speak and my language, because I've heard throughout my life, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. So it's either my tone or my delivery that has been the issue. Most of the time it's my delivery because my tone is always going to be very passion forward. Like I'm a fiery person energetically. When I deliver a message, I'm going to deliver it with a lot of energy with a lot of passion. So that part of me is never going to remove itself. Now I just have to figure out how to deliver the message in a package that, that does the least amount of harm. You know, for example, I grew up in New York, right? And in New York, we're just like, get the fuck out of my way. Move, bitch. Like, that's how we deliver excuse me. <laughs> it's like, now I have to come down from that aggressive space of delivering a message to a little bit more of a assertive, compassionate level. And now that I'm going back into socializing in the way that I used to socialize, meaning I'm going back into the party scene, but I want to go back into it with a different form, with a different energy. I don't want to go back into it with a very aggressive, yo, move the fuck out of my way, ho. You know, I don't want to go back to it with that energy, although that energy can still be used. I generally want to show up a little bit more softer, like, excuse me, do you mind moving out the way? You know, like, I still want to say the word move out of my way, but at least prefacing it in a more kinder form, right? <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's kind of where I am and what I've been working on for these. Of course, I've been working on other things. Like I've been working on shedding a lot of my childhood trauma. I've been working on gaining more confidence when it comes down to my career. Now I feel like I need to work on how to deliver myself in the way that I see myself. And I see myself as a very heart-centered person person. Practical, obviously. Technical, definitely. But generally, I'm a feeling person. So I want to be able to show that side of me a lot more than I've done so in the past. And if I'm going to learn from my past, it's not about continuously pointing the fingers at the shit that has happened to me, but more so saying the way that I handled the shit that has happened to me, this is how I want to show it to the world. This is how I want to pay it forward. Because of all the things that have happened to me, I don't want that to be the reason why I'm callous. I don't want that to be the reason why I'm unapproachable. I don't want that to be the reason why I can't maintain or form really deep 
and profound relationships. I don't want my experiences of trauma to be the reasons why I'm not fulfilled in my career. I'm not moving forward with how to take care of myself better and very much so independently. So that's kind of where I am. And a lot of it has to do with me and relationships because a lot of my trauma comes from familial relational trauma. So I need to be able to do relationships differently. But it does take a lot of working with other people who are open enough to want to do the relationship different. Putting a lot of effort into doing the relationship differently also needs to be seen. And I'm effort-based as well. I like to put the effort in. I like to learn my lessons quickly and apply the new lessons quickly. That's kind of how I move. I do have to consider that other people don't move in the same way I move. So I have to maybe lend them a little bit of patience, which has always been something really difficult for me to do, to lend people patience, like tolerance, whatever, cool, 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 cool. Like that's who you are, that's whatever, that's cool. But patience, you want me to wait around until you catch up? That's always really hard for me to do. That might be where my work needs to be in because if I don't have patience, it means I'm easily frustrated. And when I'm easily frustrated, it means I'm going to deliver a message with a lot more callousness and aggression than I intended for it to be. So, you know, I'm picking at myself a little bit in a very positive way because I'm seeing myself in a different way than I've ever seen myself before. Seeing myself differently as I've seen myself before has a lot to do with me really digging into how my trauma has shown up inside of me. I had to do a lot of introspective work, which I'm currently doing now as I share this with you. This is me being very introspective, seeing my flaws and seeing the things that can be considered flaws and seeing what's more natural to me and what is more nurture. You know, the nurture is the trauma and my trauma responses. That's the nurture. That's how I've been raised. But what's natural to me? Natural to me is being very like delicate with everything and pretty much tapping back into the person I was as a child. You know, the person I was by myself as a child, especially, and the ways in which I took care of myself and the things around me. And if anyone have ha has had an intimate relationship with me that was positive, they would need to be able to see my soft side as well and see that mixed in with the nurturing side of me. Like I said, I'm always going to be a very impassioned person. That is a natural side of me. That side of me is never going to remove itself. And I've tried to switch that off. And whenever I do, I just don't feel like myself anymore. I feel numb. I feel like dumbed down. I feel numbed out. And I just don't feel comfortable in my skin when I'm not able to fully and loudly express myself. <laughs> like, thank God for this podcast because it does allow me to loudly express myself in a safe space, you know? And to also give other people voice to loudly express themselves. So I'm grateful for that. But now I need to learn how to loudly express myself in the public while socializing. 
And then being, I guess I have to be cognizant and allow my highly sensitive personality to really gauge into whether or not I've like hurt someone's feelings or to be like, oh, okay, let me just retract what I said because it may have not been delivered in the right way. And I guess I have to also allow myself to make mistakes and fuck up and not beat myself up because I feel guilty for not getting it right, you know? A lot of self-compassion, and this is one of the biggest things that my therapist has been working on me on, is me having self-compassion so that I'm allowed to to live life in the way that I wanna live life without feeling guilty about how I'm living my life. In the next episode that I'm going to post, I'm gonna speak a little bit about that, and it's gonna be a very intense episode as well. So I want you guys to brace yourself for that. I'm currently editing it, that's why I figured let me just come in and do this this short mini episode for you. And maybe this will be something that I do from now on while I work on the lengthier or at least denser episodes is to just do really cute mini-sodes for y'all. Um, because I do want to be consistent with this podcast as well. Kind of where I come in and I check in with y'all and I just talk about what's been like rummaging in my mind. <laughs> you know, you know, the mind of a ruminator. We're always thinking about something and it's always something to do with us and how we're performing in this world. And that's just kind of where I am. I am very critical. I mean, I'm a Virgo, so I'm very critical on myself when it comes down to how I perform. And when it comes down to my idea of perfectionism, it's just being the best person that I am and relating to other people in the best way that I know how to. At work, lovely at school, lovely. Socially, more informally, it's like I also want to be lovely. I want to show up as the name my mother gave me, grace of God. I want to be able to have a lot of grace for myself and I also want to be able to have a lot of grace for other people while still being honest about how I feel because how I feel is generally not a fact. It's just an emotion that may need to be worked on. And if I'm able to express that emotion, then maybe I'm able to work on it and not feel that way again. And I just want to be surrounded with people who are open to working on our feelings with one another. Because like I said, our feelings are not facts. They are just trigger warnings for us to acknowledge something that either is still bothering us or we need to work on or both, to be honest. So long as we acknowledge that our feelings are not facts and if we want to get to the facts, we're going to have to work through our feelings. I feel like I'm able to kind of get along with just just about anybody without having to hide my feelings or my thoughts or my ideas or my theories around them. Or maybe I just shouldn't socialize with people that make me feel like I have to hide my thoughts and feelings. Maybe that, right? That's an option too. But anyways, let me leave you guys with that. And hey, if you have ideas of how I could be better, we'll talk. We'll talk soon. Look out for the next episode. It's going to be a juicy one. I was honored to do an interview with someone that I found to be very, very necessary in this world that we live in. And I'm so excited for you all to hear what they and I have to say. I'm freaking excited about that episode. Let me get to editing it. What the hell? Why am I talking to you? Bye. thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today 
I hope this episode served you in your journey. And remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.